With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Labor Day, folks. Welcome in. Outkick the coverage from the Geico Outkick Studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We hope you're well here in 2020. Clay and his family enjoying Labor Day off. This is the first Labor Day that I can recall him not doing. And I know that because usually I'm doing it with him. Uh, whether I was officially here as executive producer or whether or not since then. Uh, we've gotten together on this day, and it's usually because we've had a slate of college football the weekend before, and it's just not the week, and it's not the day, because it's a super easy day to come in and do. And although there was some college football this weekend, it wasn't the college football that you would generally anticipate, but what else is new in 2020? So we welcome in Jeff Schwartz down in Charlotte, North Carolina, on Twitter at Jeff Schwartz. My name is Jason Martin. Host of the Jason Martin Show, heard Sunday mornings here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm at Jmart Radio. The crew is out in Los Angeles. I think Danny G is taking the day off as well. He's not with Clay, so he didn't see the Braves play this weekend as part of his son's birthday. But Jeff, it's always fun to be in. Uh, it's a little bit rarer these days, but I'm certainly glad to be chilling with you for the next three hours. Uh, yes, I am really glad to be here. Uh, nice to work with you again, Jason. Congrats, by the way, on your new gig in Nashville. Uh, luckily, you were able to, not able to take off today. You were off today to, to come on and do the show with me. And you're right. It was, I, I took a vacation this weekend. I'm, I'm back home now. And it was the first time I had taken a Labor Day, basically Labor Day off 
since college, right? Because this right. is normally the opening weekend for college football, and it was. I mean, now they're obviously games this weekend. Uh, you know, if we're doing it fair, Army is probably the best team in the country right now. Uh, they, <laughs> they won forty-two nothing over Middle Tennessee. Um, imagine, imagine having a shortened camp, by the way, like a short training camp, which is basically what all colleges have right now, and then having to play a service academy precision offense like BYU Navy is tonight. Um, I think BYU will have a tough time, even though Navy I think has a bunch of new parts to. Defending that offense, but nonetheless, we had some. It was just, it was odd. It was odd, and I, I'm a Pac-12 guy. Work on Pac-12 radio. Uh, it was, it was weird not having uh, football. But guess what, Jason? Let, let's look on the bright side, okay? It's hard. It's been hard in 2020 to be positive. We have NFL this week. Finally, That's we right. real Thursday. NFL Thursday night. Chiefs Texans. The NFL should be commended on a fantastic job they have done of keeping everyone healthy, everyone safe, and the machine rolling because we're rolling to Thursday night with zero players testing positive in the last couple of weeks. Um, and we're rolling in with, with healthy players, a healthy league. And I think a country starving for football on Thursday night. It's going to be, uh, really fun to watch Chiefs and Texans. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I've been saying for the last week or so, 2020 needs to take some L's as a year. <laughs> we need to get some W's. And I felt like watching Deshaun Watson get his extension this weekend and his reaction and Dabo as part of that Zoom deal and then his family breaking in and just the emotion from Deshaun Watson. I felt like, I don't care if you like the Texans or not, uh, you couldn't help but feel like 2020 took an L right there the yeah. way that Watson reacted so you've got Watson and Mahomes you've got the two last quarterbacks that got serious money as a matter of fact meeting on Thursday night I do think we're all going to sit there Thursday and we can't wait for the NFL season to start and I've been thinking and every NFL expert I've talked to over the last three or four weeks it's just it's it feels like the NFL deserves a lot of credit and Goodell deserves a lot of credit because we can dog them out for a lot of things that they do year in and year out, but they have handled COVID-19 and the coronavirus in a way that I would imagine just about every nation's government would envy. Uh, they've done such a good job, and they have not altered their schedule any more than they absolutely had to. They went ahead with the draft, and it was a rousing success. The way that they did the offseason, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but they did all that they could do. They made all the decisions, and they made all the right decisions because every new piece of information that comes out, Jeff, the numbers just make you feel like, yes, not only are we getting football, but we may not lose football once we do get it. And the NFL deserves, and Goodell and everybody associated with this, uh, they did a fantastic job. There's nothing else to say there other than way to go, National Football League. You got this right. Uh, correct. And you know what they did is they put – the money into making sure this works, right? So if you're, if you have not seen, um, what they've done, you know, every team has retrofitted their facility and some people have moved into their stadiums, like the Chiefs, for example, moved all their operations into stadiums. Remember guys, training camp is a large ordeal, right? I mean, everyone says, oh, bubble them, but you realize how many people would be part of this bubble? One, 
is you would have you'd have obviously the eighty players. They 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 turn the rosters down from ninety to eighty for training camp. Then you have the trainers, but they also they have to bring in extra trainers because they have so many players, right? They bring in student trainers, they bring in help for training camp. You have the equipment staff. Well, the equipment staff is double too because you need to have enough people to make to make sure to get all the all the laundry done, all the equipment washed out, everything cleaned and set up for practice. And you have obviously have the coaches and and you bring in like guest coaches, right? For for uh for training camp. And you have this other person it's a lot of people but they they put together a plan where they they did physical distancing now if you watch hard knocks you've seen most of it right they put up bears in the lockers everything's six feet apart the meetings are all spread out um and they put the time and effort into making sure that they can have a season because they, they realized that if they paid it would it was 75 million dollars ish maybe more for the testing every day jason and you you probably add in millions of dollars each team spent on so, i mean let's say 150 million it, it's worth it to put that money into making this work because then you get the reward of playing the season you make billions of dollars playing the season um you know i know ratings are down across most of sports so i don't know how this is going to rate on tv on thursday night cuz it kind of sneaks up on you oh wow there's a game this week on thursday but it's going to pay off that they put in all the work to make sure that everyone stayed healthy so they can play on Thursday. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's remarkable when that number came out where they had over 50,000 tests a few weeks ago and then another number comes out and it was like four more positives from, from staff or whatever. Um, they have done everything imaginable to prepare for the contingencies that were likely to be necessary coming out of this. They've even altered the way that they're handling the practice squad and things like that because the practice squad changes Jeff and I know you can probably go into a lot more depth about this but a lot of times when you see guys getting signed to the practice squad you're like oh that sucks I mean yeah you still want to make the active 53 but a lot of these practice squad guys are probably going to get in like or they're certainly in a position to where they're a lot more important to these teams than they have been in years past uh, with COVID and just the way that they have laxed the deal to how many guys you can have at one time, how quickly you can activate somebody, uh, because we this is unprecedented. Like Once they start yeah. playing, are we likely to get a couple of positive tests? Yeah, we, we probably are. And you hope and you don't want a win loss to be determined by who's eligible and who's not determining on a on a positive test for a virus but the practice squad situation is fascinating because a lot of these guys are actually going to be called into action i think yeah, this is a very odd year for the practice squad. I think they're going to 16 practice squad players, and I believe you can have up to six veterans this year. So we saw yesterday, um, so maybe the best deal in all of sports. Josh McCown, 41 year old quarterback yeah. of the Eagles. Uh, we know he came in, you know, late last year in, in the playoff game for the Eagles when Carson Wentz went down. Uh, he battled his butt off. Um, he was, by the way, live, he, he was living in Charlotte at the time. Um, and he's now moved to Texas. I, I would imagine he moved because they're not playing high school football and his son's a quarterback. That's actually my guess about why he moved. I, I don't know why. He was just in Charlotte of, as of last year. You know, he was coaching high school football, Jason, and playing the NFL. He'd fly back on Fridays, coach his son at Myers Park High School, which is my my local high school. I, I went to a game last year with my son, and Josh was coaching on the sidelines. And he flew after the game, flies back to Philly to then – you know, partake in practice on Saturday, get ready for the game. Nonetheless, he's down in Texas now, and he's getting $12,000 a week on practice squad to just be an emergency quarterback if the Eagles were to lose the quarterbacks for injury or for quarantine. So 
That, my friends, is living the dream. That's $204,000 to just work out, live at home. And if you might get a call, you might get a call to come play football. If not, you just take the money and run. That's just one you just look at and you just marvel at and you say, good on you, Josh McCown. Like, that's nothing but respect on on that front. But backup quarterbacks, you just don't know. Um, We're not going to know until all these guys get out there and start playing whether or not there's going to be any kind of a spike on one of these teams or if there's going to be a couple of guys that drop. But the question is, who's going to drop? Is it a spot where you have depth or not? So you had to do... I think you had to do extra homework and extra research to to see what was going on. So I was paying a lot more attention to some of the moves and the practice squad moves and things like that for a lot of the teams that I know I'm going to have to cover here locally um, that are coming into play Tennessee at different times. And speaking of Tennessee, Tennessee got their guy, Jeff. Tennessee they went did. out and paid Jadevian Clowney. It uh, looks like up to $15 million with incentives, but they basically got him for Ngakwe money. They basically got him. It's like Ngakwe, when he left and went to Minnesota – uh, Clowney probably realized at that point that $18 million deal that he reportedly said no to from Cleveland, that one was not going to be out there again. Um, no, it was not. And, you know, the Clowney, I, I like, first of all, I like the signing for the, for the Titans. The uh, Titans fans hate me for some odd reason, but this is a very good signing, <laughs> and I give them credit for that. Um, most sensitive, whiny fan base of all time. I'll, I, I don't, it's just, it's, that's probably not going to help you, Jeff. That's I, probably not, not really, going to help you I, with Titans fans. I deal, I deal with, all, if you go to my Twitter at Jeff Schwartz, I talk about all the teams, right? And I hate all your favorite teams. Just get that straight right now. They all I hate all of them. I hate your favorite players. It makes it much easier that way. But man, they're whiny on Twitter. Um, this is a really good signing for the Titans. Obviously, it's a it's a low risk for the one year, up to fifteen million. Correct, I believe on that number. Yeah, yeah with and, incentives and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think it's a base about twelve. Yes, and you know the the upside is so high, right? Because if he ends up playing at a high level, you get a high level player for a one year deal, and then you obviously you can re-sign him or you can you know he'll go somewhere else next year but i think they're the reason why he got only got a one-year deal um is he doesn't show up all the time and that's the concern you have if you are a titans fan or just a fan of of clowny in general is that if you look at his games he should be a dominating force each and every week that that's i mean that physically and the way he moves you should be like man this guy should be an all pro at his position. And he just really hasn't been as consistent as you would like him to be. But the Titans are paying him kind of in the range of like, okay, if he's not that consistent, you know, we, we got a good deal out of this. But if he comes in some of those games, you know, if you look at last year, his big game last year was the one, um, on on Monday Night Football against yeah. the Niners, remember right. he had uh, he had only one sack, but he had he had uh, five he had five quarterback hits. Uh, but you look at a guy like you know it, it, this is Pro Football Reference. I mean, I, I don't know how accurate they are with their, but they only have him down for three, seven, twelve, thirteen quarterback hits all last season. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough for a guy well, of Clowney's size. Yeah, well, true. the thing I think the thing about it is people think. Clowney is the guy who knocked the helmet off the dude at Michigan. They still go back and they think about that guy. What you said about consistency continues to uh, continues to dog Clowney. Now, one would think if he's trying to get one more maybe multi-year deal after this year, whether it's in Tennessee or elsewhere, he should want to go out there and ball out. 
That's why a lot of people thought he's going to go to the Saints because the Saints are going to be across national television all year long. And if you look at the story, they were trying everything by hook or by crook to make this thing happen. And the NFL was saying no. But the misnomer about Clowney is he goes after quarterbacks. That's never really been what he's asked to do. Like He's an elite run guy. Like He's great in... In run in run coverage, he's like third or fourth in the league in tackles for loss over the last couple of years as well. But the two problems are, like you just said, consistency. Sometimes he doesn't show up. Like there are times when he looks like the most dominant player on the field, and then there's times you can't pick him out of a lineup. It's like, is he even out there? So you've got that. And then the second thing is health. He's missed 21 games in six seasons, which is an awful lot, quite frankly. But he only has 32 sacks, Jeff. In his entire career. So if you're, if you're looking at him to go do that, yeah, he's going to get to the quarterbacks. He has 80 for his career pro for pro football reference if you're looking yeah. at everything that he has done uh, to this point. I think he's a guy that is more of a hybrid than he is just an edge rusher because he's not a guy that has that bend necessarily. He's the guy that creates havoc around him. He creates ruckus and other guys then go sometimes and get some of those more... Uh, flashy stats. I think that's what you're wanting if you're Tennessee, although you go get him and you go get Vic Beasley, and the idea is we would love to get 20 sacks between these two guys. I don't think you can do that, um, but but I'm more I'm as worried about his health as anything else, but I think Clowney's real similar to Indominus Sue in terms of a dominant player that sometimes disappears, and it feels like it's because of his effort as much as anything else. Um, I... I... The effort part of it is always tough for me to question anyone with effort because I, I really don't know, right? Like I don't know. I don't oh know yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just there, this is just eye test stuff. No, I, I mean, understand. You're right. I, I know exactly what I, you're saying. No, I, I understand that you know the effort, um, and maybe people question you know the effort because he is so physically gifted that if you see him make some plays, like you know, for example, like that game he 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 dominated the Niners in that in that Sunday. It was Sunday or. Um, Money football game. He, he yeah. dominated them, right? I mean, he had like I think eleven total, um, you know, sacks, hits, pressures, dominated the game, and you wonder where that is the other sixteen weeks of the season or fifteen weeks of the season, and and that's and is that is that effort? Is he just not as he's not as polished as a pass rusher? Um, but again, the way this deal is structured, it's a win for the Titans, right? You add oh, a yeah. player who. Is, you know, he was looking at $20 million a year for like four years. I mean, that, that's what he thought he was going to get, $20, $22 million a year. Now he's signed a one-year. So he's motivated to to play well. The Titans obviously are motivated to play well. He likes Mike Rabel, who he's played with before when he was the the, 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 the DC in, in Yeah, Houston. 17. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the match works well, and we'll see if it, if it pays off you know, in the end, obviously, for that team. I mean, he had 11 starts last year and three sacks in 13 games played. The years before, the best season of his career was nine and a half sacks in 2017. That was a year with Vrabel, which is one of the optimistic signs for Titans fans here in Nashville. And then 2018, he had nine sacks. So he's had a couple of years. If you can get him back close to that and keep him healthy, then yeah. But but it was all about the price tag for the Titans. Even though it's going to be a down cap year next year and you want the money to be able to re-sign certain guys, I, I still think if you feel like you need to go for broke and yeah. get a guy for a year, then this is, this is a bet that's probably worth taking. You know, the thing about the cap next year is really interesting because 
you know, they've said it's going to be 125, 100, excuse me, 175 million is the, what they're going to the bottom it at. Right now, it could be more obviously depending on how this year goes. But obviously, we know that you know that most likely you're not going to end up having uh, as much as much revenue because you can't have fans in the stands. It doesn't affect the NFL quite like it does college football, but nonetheless, obviously, you know the 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 TV money is still pretty good. There are a lot of teams that are going to be in trouble in March. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of teams. And I know the NFL owners would rather just take the hit and, uh, you know, basically take the hit in one year and not worry about doing it um, you know, over three or four years, spread the hit out over three or four years, basically borrow against future earnings. But man, Jason, it, if. It, <laughs> I mean, look you know, at the Saints, a, Jeff. They're like, oh, the they're, Saints, they're looking like, like the, 70 million. The Saints, the, are, Jason, the Saints are screwed even if the cap went up 10%. I mean, they, they would, they're so underwater. And they're an interesting mix because they have young talent and they have Drew Brees, obviously, right? So if Drew Brees is a big part of that, right? If you take Drew Brees out of the equation, you still have young talent. You still have to pay some of these guys. You could insert a quarterback, a cheaper quarterback, if you want to give up draft capital. You might be actually in a good spot, but you're right. If it goes to 175, they're, they're screwed. Uh, there's a lot of teams in that, in that, you know, the Chiefs aren't really set up very well either to, to have that. I mean, there's a lot of teams that just aren't set up very well to have a weird cap situation next year. But, you know, you got to make it work. And, that's you know maybe they'll maybe they'll do what the what the NBA did a couple of years ago and you could kind of you know have um when the NBA cap switched switching the new CBA they had a uh, they had that rule right where one player was like exempt sort of basically right. I mean yeah. they have the mid level mid level exemption obviously but I thought they have something else where like you had you could designate one or two players in a certain category and it took them off the cap or something like that. the NFL might have to be creative with some of their ideas with how to make this work. Well, the Saints definitely were trying to get clowny with some creative methods. Maybe we'll discuss that. But we'll jump into the NBA since you mentioned that. We'll jump into what we saw in the last couple of days in the NBA. We're going to spend a good bit of the uh, latter half of the show and certainly in the second third hours just kind of previewing the NFL season. We got one shot at this. Clay's back tomorrow, so we can pretty much just go through and talk a whole lot of NBA and, and certainly a ton of NFL also. Um, we're going to try and not hit a line judge or a ball person <laughs> like Novak Djokovic did yesterday. So we'll discuss that as well. Stick with us. Uh, it's a Labor Day. Hopefully you're not having to labor, but hopefully you have labor to go back to tomorrow. It's 2020, so we don't want to uh, say anything out of turn there. So we talked a little bit of NFL. We're going to talk a lot more as we move along, but we will jump into the NBA when we come back here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hour number two of Outkick the Coverage on this Labor Day. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz in for Clay Travis. He'll be back tomorrow. We're in the Geico Outkick studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Jeff's on Twitter at Jeff Schwartz. I'm at Jmart Radio. Did you see, Jeff, that the Jets have five quarterbacks on their roster? Five. Um, They've got Darnold, Flacco, and James Morgan, who they took out of FIU, Florida International, fourth-round pick. And then they added two more to the practice squad in David Fales and Mike White. I guess you never have enough. Um, that's a lot. I mean, I guess they're thinking maybe the core, you know, the quarantine thing that we talked about, where you, need, you just need enough guys to quarantine. I do not know. Um Look, this year is going to be weird with rosters, man. Like It's just going to be an odd, odd year. Um and maybe you have five quarterbacks. I mean, the Bears have five tight ends. I mean, what do you need five tight ends for? True. Um, because of the practice squad, you're able to just do a lot of 
different things and five quarterbacks might be it. Look, Darnold's a starter, obviously. That's not a concern. Um, and, you know, being able to have options is the way to go, I guess. And, and rosters, just remember this, rosters will continue to fluctuate because of waiver claims and just oddities of this year. It's going to be, a, I cannot share this enough. It's going to be a very weird season. <laughs> like, well, it's, hopefully it's that's going to be, be interesting, though. It'll be interesting because, um, okay, so obviously I, I cover the NFL, I play in the NFL, I gamble in the NFL, and I just don't know how this season is going to go. I mean, I, 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 I think veteran teams are going to have a big advantage because they just don't need as much practice time. Mm-hmm. They just don't need as much time to get ready. Their quarterback and coach have um, – very good um, systems already in place. They don't need a lot of um, work and practice time. You know, part of, of, of the offense is a rhythm, right? So the rhythm starts in training camp and you have some games, you kind of get in a rhythm, the preseason games, and you don't have that obviously now, but like the Chiefs, Ravens, the, the Steel, um, not the Steelers, the Saints, the Niners, all these teams, you know, they have quarterbacks and coaches that are the same. They, they don't need to get in that rhythm as well. But you know, injuries are a big concern of mine because of the lack of practice this year. And I really hope that's not a problem. But I think we're going to see as the season goes on, especially starting Thursday into the weekend, a lot of these players, man, have not been hit yet. All these players obviously had very had very short times in preseason. Um, a lot of them did not train in quite the same way they would have in previous years. And I do worry that this is going to be um, an issue in this season, I hope it's not. I really, of course, I'm not rooting for anyone to get hurt, but I just think injuries are going to be a huge part of, of the way we look back on this season, Jason. Yeah, uh, I know we talked months ago, and you thought maybe the start of the season would get pushed back towards the end of September, kind of where some of the conferences are going to start playing college football so that you could have the same kind of ramp-up period and not truncate the preseason quite yeah. as much. Um, that's not the way that they've gone here. No. Uh, I hope I, I certainly hope that we're not going to see a bunch of guys go out there and get hurt early in the year because of this. Uh it's it's not something that that I know from personal experience. I can only kind of observe it from the outside and I I fear that there are going to be a lot of teams that are just going to be shuffling and trying to complete puzzles out there constantly. Like just trying to find that last piece to complete the puzzle. There's going to be there's just going to be so many moving parts this year for so many varying reasons that it's it's even harder really i think to try and predict this league but what you said about veteran teams i like what do you think is more important maybe these things go hand in hand the veteran teams or the ones that are just used to playing with each other for a few years especially maybe across the offensive line like you look at the colts the colts might have the best o-line in the league certainly one of them they're all coming back if you want to stay in that division, yeah. the Titans right here in my backyard, they finally have continuity across their offensive line. They lost Conklin, but Dennis Kelly is used to being in the spot he's going to be called into action in. Those teams that have continuity that already have the rhythms of playing with one another, understand communication and where they're supposed to be with one another, I feel like those teams also have a huge advantage. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what I mean more by veteran teams, is teams that kind of return everyone uh, they have a, a, a identity of what they want to do. I mean, that's important, right? Have you know the 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 Texans have a firm identity. Uh, excuse me, the, the Titans I should say have a firm identity. So do the Texans, but the Titans have a firm identity of what they want to be, and that to me is is hugely important 
in a in a weird year is to have that identity of who you want to be very firm and, and teams some teams have that and obviously young teams do not like I, if you are like the Bengals I just don't know how people can expect the Bengals to be good this year I know people are like well on the Joe Burrow train I get it he was really good at LSU but you have a young head coach with a first time quarterback and no training camp like, like to me you cannot expect any team in that manner to be good this year. Just there's, there's just not there's not practice. The NFL is a sport where you have to actually practice. I know there's other sports where you practice, you have to do it as well. And but but you know it's not like NBA when veterans can kind of just go through the motions in practice. You, they, they have you have to get it done in the NFL, especially the hitting part of it. So yes, veteran teams who know their identity, who put together for a while, will have a lot of success early in the season. Now maybe Joe Burrow and, and, and younger teams like that can grow as the season goes on. Um, but there's like there'd be no home field advantage this year because without you know without fans, um, you know the Chiefs open up Thursday night, twenty two thousand fans will be there. Yeah, it's it's some, but it's not going to affect the, the the Texans. Yeah, that's not Arrowhead though. Right, they won't. They're not going to change their game plan because of it. So yeah, all these factors just make this. And you're right. You know, you could have a, a year where um, you know the, the someone has to be right now. Tennessee Vols, the college team, has 44 players right. out because of, right. of quarantine and COVID. Um, you know, that could happen in the NFL one week, and you're just like, oh, geez, eight guys are out. How do we figure this out? And it could happen on Saturday. It could happen the night before the game, and just have to make it work. It's, it's a really um, – it's just going to be as weird as possible. And, Jason, there's a little part of me, though, unfortunately, that's sort of like – I, I really, I've been hesitant to get like so excited for this, yeah. Because I feel like it can be pulled away from me any time. But look, on the college side, for example, there seems to be nothing that would pull people away from playing football this year. So I feel a little bit better about the NFL because you know the big, the Big Twelve just said basically you can have forty guys out and we can still play football. So I feel better about the NFL just because. College football is just going – they're plowing forward. Like, they, they don't really care. So why would the NFL care so much as well? So I'm, I'm hoping that, that that becomes a thing and, and we don't have to worry about it. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Burrow because I, I said this last week to Alex Marvez. I was having a conversation with him, and I said the thing about Burrow that's interesting is uh, there's not a whole lot of talent at all on that team. The O-line in front of him is no good. Correct. A.J. Green gets hurt all the time. You hope that's not going to be the case, but history says you're going to have to treat him pretty carefully once he's out there, and then you're just going to have to watch that. There's not a ton. They paid Mixon, and Mixon has definitely blossomed and, and been good in this league. But Burrow's the kind of guy that he can go out there and have a good season and look good and win three games. Like that, 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 that's a thing that can actually happen here. Those that are just like, oh, Burrow's going to change the fortunes. The Bengals ain't going eight and eight. They don't have enough people around Joe Burrow, even if Joe Burrow is great. This ain't LSU. Like, yeah. I love Burrow, but th- I mean, what's he going to do? To t- I mean, we've seen Peyton Manning have a terrible first season. We've seen Eli have a terrible first season. A lot of guys have bad yeah. first seasons. Th- there's probably no way you're having 
a good season winning. Like, like, what do you consider good? I mean, I, I just I'm trying to think of quarterbacks that have good seasons and are and end up with three wins. I, I mean, like, like. Well, I mean, he can I, look good. Like, you can maybe it's just you can see flashes of it. He's not going out there and throwing for five thousand yards and they're going to win three games. Sure, sure. I I, I think that that's fair. Um, I think that that the idea of him improving as the season goes on. To to me, when you look at young quarterbacks, especially in this season, Jason, it's all about how they play the last half of the season, in my opinion. Again, it's a really disjointed start of the season. How do they play the last eight weeks of the year? How does Joe Burrow improve throughout the season so that we look at the 2021, which I think will be more normal. I hope it's more normal. Is there a progression in his play? That, to me, is is what I'm looking for for young quarterbacks. I'm not looking for them to come out hot. Uh, I'm looking for them to, to, to build up as they go. And that that to me will show improvement. The win, like to me, the win, the wins and losses for Joe Burrow do not matter at all. I do not care if he wins or loses. But in December, is he better than he was in Jan- in in September? I should say. Well, like if you look at the last two years, the guys that have broken out two years ago, it was Mahomes' year. Last year, it was Lamar Jackson's year, right? This year, I think a lot of people point to Kyler Murray yes. and think this could be his year. Kyler yes. Murray, I think, is an example of what you just said. Kyler Murray's team was fading down the stretch, but Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury together seem to be working better Correct. in the second half of the season, so that gives you a lot of hope, and it feels like the trajectory was in the right direction for the Cardinals last year. Exactly right. That's the team... And, you know, they lost for plenty of reasons. Uh, their defense wasn't very good. Um, you know, their offense at times was kind of uh, disjointed. Um, but Murray got better. I expect him, especially with, with Hopkins, to have a much, much better season. Um, that's what you want to see from Burrow this year. That's what you want to see from, from Tua when he plays. And Tua might not play for half the season. If you look at the Dolphins' schedule, it's brutal. That's what you want to see when Justin Herbert eventually gets in there, is you want to see a continued growth throughout the year. So when you enter year two, there's high hopes like there are in Kyler Murray. Now, it does worry me, though, that we're seeing such high hopes for Kyler Murray. Like, I feel like you know Pat Mahomes kind of came out of nowhere, basically, um, you know, I know that people were excited for him, especially in the Chiefs organization. There were a lot of people that were that were on, you know, okay, you know, he he can do this, you know, but but a lot of we we just didn't know, right? I mean, we had we, seen what one he played against Denver, I think it was, and that he, was it, yes, right? It was one game, and even my brother who plays on the Chiefs was like, wow, he was better than I thought he'd be. I mean, I, there was some questions of how good I think Mitch thought he would translate, especially in his first start. He said he was great. Um. But yeah, I mean, you don't really know. So I feel like there's too much hype on the Cardinals. That does worry me. I think that the the teams that get most hyped obviously just fall flat on their face. Like the Browns. Like the Browns. So it does worry me. But I think Colin Murray, to your point, if the example is getting better season went on, that's who your example would be. I saw you say this, and I've said this. And, you know, I've made the point that sometimes you got to take an L, not just 2020 taking L's, but just when you get something wrong, you just got to fess up and just be like, you know what? I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong yeah. about Lamar Jackson uh, based on what you were seeing towards down the stretch last year. At least if you thought he was some kind of bust that it wasn't going to work. Well, it certainly did last year. But Josh Rosen, man, I think we might have been wrong. I, I don't know, but every indicator, I don't know. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. All of what he went through, being on a dead team from the start, being traded into another bad situation. He ends up in a good spot, I think, in Tampa. 
uh, on the practice squad where he can learn behind Brady and, and things of that nature. But I really thought Josh Rosen was going to be better than this. And I just, I we're never going to know, I don't think, what he could have done. Because now all you hear, when you talk to anybody down there that has been around him uh, when he was in Miami, basically the writers, anybody that saw him in practice is like, he's got a great arm and that's it. Like, there's nothing else there. And that was just not the way yeah. that it came across when he was in college. And when he was coming out, he was this bright guy. He had a football IQ that was off the charts. And I, I, I don't know. I wonder how much all of what has happened around him that wasn't his fault has contributed to what we've seen. All right. So a couple things on Rosen. I was wrong on Rosen. Um, and look, I, I know he's had a tough time with Court with coaches. He was at UCLA was it three or four years. He had a new coordinator every year. Goes to Arizona, plays that half season as a rookie, then has a new coach, they draft Colin Murray. Then he goes to Miami, has a new coach. Now this year, the Dolphins had a new offensive coordinator and he was released and now he's in uh, Tampa as a as a practice squad guy. Um, those are tough circumstances for any quarterback, but I feel like if you are going to be that special quarterback, you kind of work through it. He's now had two franchises say, hey, look, we're going to draft your replacement immediately after we sign you, right? The Cardinals did it. And look, the Cardinals did it because of, of their hiring of, Cliff, of yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. But they knew when they hired him, they were going to draft Kyler Murray probably, right? So it wasn't just because of of the coach. I mean, they knew they were moving on from Rosen after year one. And that was in February or January when they signed Kingsbury. Obviously, the Dolphins played Fitzpatrick instead of him, and now he's out. Good spot for him to land. I go back to his college days. Remember Jim Moore, his coach, that he doesn't love football. And I kind of took offense to that because I feel like a lot of players that have interests outside of football still love football. Um, I, I was I was very defensive for Josh Rosen because of that reason. I, there's plenty of guys that, that have interests outside of football that are good at football, right? I mean, um, and so I think I was more um, kind of a fierce uh, proponent of Josh Rosen because I just thought Jim Morris saying he doesn't love football is a really bad reason for no one to draft him. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. And I mean, you got to watch a lot of him too. And you watched him up close and personally uh, in college it just it felt like it feels like him and Darnold. I felt like both of them were going to have really good careers. And I'm not out on Darnold. I still believe in That's Darnold. Hard. Now this yeah. has got to be it, though. Like if this year doesn't go well, I think I'm going to have to bail on that. I think I'm going to have to take an L midseason if it's going really poorly for Darnold again. Uh, and I don't think he's in an ideal situation either. I'm not a big fan of his head coach. Uh, it seems like almost nobody that's around that organization seems to be a particularly it big fan fair. of Adam feels, Gase either. It feels fair, yes, to say that. But if he doesn't play well this year, I mean, that's going to have turned out to be a bad draft pick. Or it's certainly a bust. Maybe not a bad draft pick because anybody would have made it in that spot. But it just hadn't worked out. And we've seen many occasions where quarterbacks taken high haven't. But the Rosen thing is just... I did not see that one coming, Jeff. If there was one guy I thought, well, he his ceiling or his floor should be pretty high, right? Like, even if his ceiling's not off the charts, he should be able to play because he looked pro-ready when he was in college, and it just it just hadn't worked. It, it, it didn't work, and it's okay to admit that you were wrong. Obviously, I was, I was very wrong on Rosen, and, um, you know, maybe he goes to Tampa and he sits behind Brady and, and learns from Bruce Arians, but I just – I. Probably not. I mean, he might be a career backup and, you know, just go around the NFL, but he needs to stay in one place longer than one season. Jeez. I mean, poor guy. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, guys, it seems like they want to cut him pretty quickly or move him on somewhere else because whatever, they they see the same thing. They're like, well, he should be able to play, and it just doesn't tend to pan out. When we come back, we'll start to actually look at these divisions and who we like and who we don't like. we got plenty of time to basically just preview the NFL for the remainder of the show, which maybe is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, we will look and see what are the most fascinating divisions, what are the deepest divisions. I don't know if we'll get as far as a Super Bowl pick or not, but we're definitely going to have some fun. You can tweet Jeff at Jeff Schwartz. You can tweet me at Jmart Radio and have your say on our say there. We'll be right back here on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be welcome back Geico Outkick Studios. Outkick the coverage here on this Labor Day 2020, a year that feels like it's gone on for about two decades. If you go back and think about all the things that have happened this year, and there's still five months to go, and apparently it's hot on the West Coast. It's real. Yeah, it's getting kind of temperate here, but it ain't good out there, Jeff. Not at all. Oh, it's terrible, the, dude. The, the studio, what was it? It's probably 100, was it 119 yesterday by the studio? Uh, uh, I was hanging out in Bacoima a lot yesterday. It was 115. They said so, it was 119 in Woodland Hills, right? Uh, Woodland Hills was 121. Ooh. That's just nuts, man. Like, I, I was joking on the Jason Martin show uh, yesterday heard on many of these same Fox Sports radio stations. I was just like, man, dew points were in the 50s here on Saturday. We were outside walking the dog, my wife and I, drinking a couple of pumpkin cream cold brews. No shame yeah, in our game. I, I, need to, I did not need to know that, but sure. Thank you for... No, well, I'm just know. I'm letting the rest of the listeners out there know that if you haven't had I one am, of those, you are missing way out. I am anti-pumpkin. No, you're not, Jeff. Everything. Why is that? Is it because you don't like the taste or because you're a communist? I'm not a, I'm a, I'm not a pumpkin person. You like pumpkin pie? No, not really. Okay. Well, I mean, if you don't like pumpkin pie, then I can't tell you that you need to go grab a bunch of pumpkin flavored stuff if it's if it's not for you. But I was just like, oh, so tempered out here. It's, it feels like fall. You know, you got college football on the television, and then you can walk outside and feel like maybe you could put on long sleeves. And then the guys in LA are just no, like, it was dude, terrible over here, man. It was one a.m. And one of them sent me a screenshot, and it was 99 degrees yeah, yeah, yeah. at 1 a.m. Yeah, when I left here at uh, 10 o'clock to go to work, and it was 90, 90, 95 degrees. Now, it's not humid, night. though. It's, oh, just it's just straight hot. Yeah, straight hot, heat. Yeah. right? Yeah, straight heat. It's, yeah, and at least in the Sherman Oaks, you get... Do you get a tiny bit of that of of the uh, the 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 uh, ocean air? Or you get none. None by the studio. No, not, not when it was this hot. Nothing. Ooh, yeah, it's bad. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm surprised. My my parents live on the west side of Los Angeles uh, near Santa Monica, and normally they like they text me like, "Hey, it's really hot today. It's like 82 degrees," and I'm like, "Guys, it's 107 in Charlotte right now. Could you? It's not hot." Um, <laughs> I, got, I got nothing from them. Um, by the by the beach. Yeah, it's it's 20. Man, this is. This year is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know. I, I, I think about often how these times are going to be portrayed in the history books, especially for my kids. You know, like when they get to to high school. Uh, you know, my son's still multiple years away from high school, and just how how <laughs> these days are talked about. I don't even know. I'm like worried, Jason. Yeah, uh, it's a problem. Like, I mean, there was an impeachment trial. This calendar year, 
uh, there was the death Wait, of that, Kobe that Bryant this, year? this calendar year. Wait, yes. The, the impeachment happened this... The, it, yes. Oh, wow. The hearings were in January, Jeff. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Super uh, Bowl, I was there in February. It doesn't feel right. like it was in the same generation as this season. feels like we haven't seen year. an NFL game. Like, it's the Titanic gif, basically. So it's been 84 years. Like, it feels like it's been forever. Uh, since we've actually had a football game Thursday, we're going to have one. It's a nine and a half point line right now. So it's very, it's very high. Yes. Now Watson got paid, and I think this is this is where we can kind of bridge into the discussion. Let's talk about it from this perspective first. What do you think the most intriguing uh, deep division is? I think that there are probably a few candidates, Jeff, but but I'll get your thoughts first. The deepest divisions in the NFL, uh, NFC West would be yep. a very deep division. Um, the NFC South is a deep division, in my opinion, uh, with the mm-hmm. top three teams being being very good. Um, the AFC North, I think, can be really good, uh, especially if Cleveland, I think they'll be better this season. Uh, Pittsburgh's my dark horse team this year, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that out there. The NFC North is a good division as well. Um, there's a lot of good divisions in the NFL this year. Um, uh, it's going to be a really good season. I feel like you know the NFL does parity better than any other league by far. And, and I know the Patriots, you know, for years have won Super Bowls, Mister Bowl every year. I get all that, but even that, um, it does parity better, better than any other league. I mean, if you look around the NFL, there are seven, eight, nine teams that you could say, hey, if things break right. They have a chance to, you know, to, to be in the Super Bowl. And there's probably more. I mean, there's fan bases, you know, there's probably 20 fan bases that think they can happen to them. But realistically, th- there's a lot of teams that have a chance to win this thing. NFC West, I think, would be the first one that I would name because still, I mean, the worst team in that division is still probably going to be interesting to watch. Um, NFC South. Well, I guess right. the question is who's, who's, you think the worst team in the division is? Yeah, see, I don't know. Um, it's the Rams. That's who it is. I guess it is. No, it that is. That window seemed you. to close pretty quickly, they're, didn't it? They're the team that I that I think people will be surprised and be like, "Oh, that team only won six games this year." Um, if so, I, I think that that's my team this year. Where you're like, "Oh, okay, they won six games." Um, mainly because their division's really good. I don't think they got any better. I really don't. I really don't buy. Like, I have to see McVay change his offense, which he has yet to do yet to to accommodate some of the issues they have on that offensive line and, and with golf. And he hasn't done it yet. So we'll see, obviously, if he does it this year. But um, I, I, I got to see it first, man. So I was thinking about this, about a couple of different teams. I heard the joke made about the Bears, that they're going with Trubisky, and that it was razor close between Trubisky and Foles. But the problem is, if your quarterback competition is between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles, the issue there is the winner is going to be Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles. Like one of those two guys is going to be your starting quarterback. Jacksonville, uh, Ngakwe takes a haircut to get out of there. They wave Fournette, yeah. move him on. He goes to Tampa Bay and immediately posts uh, a meme of how happy he is to oh, be yeah. with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And now you're thinking about the Rams. And I'm looking at these windows for these teams. Jacksonville in 2017, since that point... They have lost seven Pro Bowlers off that defense. Yeah. They got rid of the guy that they took in the top five in Fournette instead of taking Watson or even though we didn't know exactly what Mahomes was going to be, you don't take Mahomes, you don't take Watson because you've got Blake Bortles. Uh, that has not worked out yeah. particularly well. You look at the Bears and then you look at the Rams. 
I feel like the reason these windows are closing, Jeff, is even if you have a bunch of talent, or even if it's working out in the short term, if you don't have a quarterback, none of this matters. Like, none of it matters. Look at Jacksonville and look at Chicago as prime examples. Now, maybe Chicago's going to turn it around this year. I just don't think they have a quarterback, so I don't care. I don't don't think that ultimately they're going to be heard from because eventually that's going to bite them. So here's what it is, Jason. This is a I don't give many life lessons on this show. And don't, I'm not a, I'm everybody not pay ins- attention here. I'm not, a, I'm not an inspirational quote guy. It's not my thing. The best um, um, motivational quote or the best advice I've ever gotten from any coach. Everyone always asks me this. My high school coach said, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Right. He would say that to us. Like, you guys know whether you're putting the work in. You guys know whether or not you're doing what you have to do. Don't lie to yourself. And it's a, it's a good advice for your life, right? Don't lie to yourself. Like you, you know deep down if you're doing what, what you're supposed to be doing. NFL teams lie to themselves way too much. Jacksonville's a great example of this. They they have one season where they go to the AFC Championship game. Instead of evaluating maybe the reasons why that was. Was it schedule? Was it we just kind of had a good year? You know, Blake Bortles, for example, played way above his skis. Like, like what, what was the reason why? And they went all in on Blake Bortles after one season, one abnormal season, by the way, where he wasn't even, you know, that was just wasn't his career. And far too many teams, the Bears are one of them, lie to themselves about who their quarterbacks are. And you're right about quarterbacks. It's about quarterback play. They lie to themselves about who they are. And they get themselves in situations where they're Jacksonville, where the Bears right now have to, they're in the worst spot in the entire NFL, Jason, because... They have a good defense. They have good enough skill position players, but they're not bad enough to draft a quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be stuck in the same spot over and over again. I, I would argue, I know you would disagree with me here, but you know, the Titans are a little bit in this lie themselves thing. I mean, I just, I just think their moves last, you know, this offseason, you know, you took a, a career 10 game stretch of, of a quarterback and gave him a three year deal. Like that to me feels very excessive. Um, but they're well coached and they have a lot of talent on their teams. So I, I can't really put them in that category quite yet. The Bills are going to be in this category after the season. They're going to lie themselves about Josh Allen. It's just, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. I think we already see it happening. Already see it happening. So your favorite, it, it's tough. Look, think about it. You drafted a player, right? You want him to succeed. You see incremental improvements, and you think to yourself, we can do it. We can do it. He's going to keep improving. It just doesn't happen, Jason. You have to be honest with yourselves. And guess what? The reigning world champions, the Chiefs, were honest with themselves with Alex Smith, right? They said, hey, Alex Smith can get us only so far. We're going to draft Pat Mahomes. The Ravens drafted Lamar Jackson when they had Joe Flacco. Those teams did not lie to themselves about who they are. Right. You know, you think about the windows, and, and I always thought when I watched Jacksonville, and I thought the same thing kind of about Chicago, it's like, okay, this could maybe be your new Seahawks in terms of the defense and the way that they're kind of led. But the difference between the Seahawks and either the Jaguars or the Bears, just as the two most recent examples, is a guy by the name of Russell Wilson. Yes. <laughs> Russell Wilson changes a whole lot for the rest of it. If the rest of it is similar in terms of the way the defense is made up and the the bluster, especially in Jacksonville, with how they talked and the swagger and all that kind of stuff, uh, even though they didn't have elite skill position players, at least at receiver, I think Doug Baldwin's underrated, but it's not like we had Julio Jones out there in Seattle. We didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. We didn't have a guy like that. So... 
Russell Wilson made everything balanced because he could go out there and get it done from that spot and you could trust him, whereas you look at Trubisky, Foles, Bortles, uh, maybe even Goff. Maybe we're even getting there with Goff. Um, it's the same kind of story. It's the same deal. It's like all the rest of this stuff can be equal. All the rest of this stuff can yeah. be great. You can feel good about it, but if you don't have a quarterback, uh, I'm not laying a cent on your football team because right. we just it just doesn't work that way anymore. No, and... And I want to be fair because I I think that I do understand the human emotion of you know sticking with your quarterback right and and it's easy for me to sit here and for you to sit there and say hey this is what you should be doing so I I, I understand where the teams are coming from when they do this stuff but you're right about golf I mean if golf doesn't do it this year what what is and I guess this year is in doing it just you know we can all decide what that actually means. But, you know, what what history is there to show you he's just going to become a different guy in year five or six? He's not. But, you know, you have to pay these guys because you don't want to draft someone every three years. Like, that's the problem, right? I mean, this is, there's so many things to consider here about why teams lie to themselves. But Jacksonville, you're talking about them. They definitely did. I think Buffalo's going to be in the same spot after the season. We will continue. There's just a lot of burning questions surrounding this year and everything going on in the NFL. So we're going to spend a lot of time over this back half of this program discussing that. Jeff, man, you got Derek Carr, the thickest skinned guy in the NFL. Okay. His brother, by the way, I, I just I need to get this off my chest. You, you can't, <laughs> you can't work in NFL network and pretend that like you, you, you get you're hired there to give the fans NFL analysis, right? That's why you're hired there. To keep picking your brother to win the MVP and oh, the Raiders stupid. to win the division. We understand he's your brother. We get it. Like, I'm a Chiefs fan, obviously, because of my brother. But I will tell you, if he plays poorly Thursday night, I will go on Twitter and tell you, my brother played poorly. Like, my brother yeah. is an adult. He understands what Wait, my job is. Wait, did he pick him is. to be MVP of the league? He, every year he picks him. Really? Oh my! Yes, terrible. every uh, single year he picks him to win the MVP of the league. He, there, there were for for the NFC uh, for the AFC West preview. There were thirty five panelists. Thirty three picked the Chiefs to win the division. One picked the Broncos, and one picked the Raiders. And it's Carr every single year. <laughs> every single year he picks his, the brother win the MVP, and we get it. He's your brother. We understand. But like seriously, you, can you not like you don't have a relationship with your brother? We can just be like, yo, bro. I'm picking the Chiefs, who just won the Super Bowl, to win again next year. Like, I don't. It's so weird to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like I bet against the Chiefs in the 2018 AFC Championship game. I thought the Patriots were going to win, and guess what? They won the game. Like, I, I don't know what the problem is with that. I don't understand. Yeah, he's as soft, an analyst, soft, you're su- that's yeah, as an analyst, you're supposed to throw this out here, just in case he hasn't heard this word before analyze and that means look at what's actually going to happen not fantasy land when we come back we'll continue with our nfl burning questions all that still to come here on outkick the coverage oh, 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 O'Reilly. are your wiper blades chattering skipping or squeaking don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility when it's time to replace your wiper blades stop by o'reilly auto parts and see our selection our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!